Blog Talk Radio. Radio Network. Our show tonight is Whistleblowers on the USDA Hour. The show will be hosted by Lawrence Lucas, who will join us in just a moment. It is sponsored and coordinated by Marcel Reed and the new Whistleblowers Live website. Um, We'll be doing a lot of things there, so you're going to want to keep up with us. This has just been, I was just talking before we came on air, about the amount of money the federal government is spending. Uh, in the billions, every day it's more billions and more billions and more billions. And where is this money coming from? Uh, we are already so far in debt as a country, we cannot meet the service debt or pay the interest on the money that is owed. I I don't know what's going to happen to us here. But one of the things that's at issue, of course, is agriculture. And we have... Um, uh, noted that over in Australia, they have floated a bill that makes it illegal for people to grow their own food. This is in the Victoria province. Now, you need to watch what happens there because they bring that crap right over here. So I've been watching like a hawk to see if anything comes up along this vein. And uh, so we'll go from there. But like I say, your host tonight is Lawrence Lucas. His guest is Lloyd Wright. He's a former USDA Office of Civil Rights employee, and joining them shortly will be Eddie Lewis III, and he's a black farmer from Illinois, talking about the status of black farmers today. Lawrence, it's all yours. Okay. Thank you very much, uh, Marty, for having us on again. Uh, we have uh, took a little vacation uh, from the air last month because we were busy participating in the whistleblower conference in Washington, D.C., and that was going on, and we all have been busy in that regard. I want to thank you, Marty, again for allowing us to bring this very important subject and topic uh, to your listening audience, and you have a broad audience all the way to Australia. I I think it's uh, great, and the rerunning of this will make sure it gets distributed it widely. I am fortunate enough to have two people on the phone tonight, and we also have if we have some time for additional questions from Wayman Henson, who is part of the Justice for Black Farmer group, and Mr. Lloyd Wright is a part of that group, and uh, Tracy McCurdy is a part of that group as well. We also have with us and, Mr. Wright, I thank you for being on. We also have Eddie Lewis III, sugarcane farmer from Louisiana. He's not only a farmer, but he's also an advocate for black farmers, and he's an advocate for the justice that they deserve. I must say that Mr. Wright, who is a retired employee from USDA, 
after 32 or 40, 42 years of service, has taken on the effort of trying to make things right or right the wrong that has been going on at USDA. Tonight, we're going to focus on something brand new, and that is, while we were gone and on uh, resting, there's a new act, and that act is uh, in place. It's called the Inflation Reduction Act, and it was signed uh, just recently. But I want to make sure that the record is clear. If not for the coalition of minority, USDA coalition of minority employees, along with others, when Senator Warren was running for president, she indicated that in an article and a press release that what was really the problem at USDA and really why specifically black farmers were losing their land was due to the fact that air profits, and that because some some of the organizations and groups around the country who are interested in air property and that alone, or a, to a lesser degree about the racism and discrimination <laughs> at USDA, they convinced uh, Senator Warren that this was a major issue. The Coalition of Minority Employees got in contact with Senator Warren's office, and she was open to know what is different than the heirs property issue and civil rights, which we brought to her attention. I must say that um, she was surprised to find out that USDA, called the last plantation, has been discriminating against black farmers for decades, also discriminating against other minority groups, women, Hispanics, Native Americans, and others. The other part of that is we shared with her to show you how systemic the problem is at USDA. We convinced her that it is a systemic problem, and the reason why black farmers are losing their land is because of the racism that has been perpetuated for decades and the loss of land and the loss of wealth for generations to come. And so happened when we told or explained that to her that this is not something that has happened under one political administration. It's actually been going on under Democrat and Republican administration. However, however, the Clinton administration, when it was brought to their attention with the leadership of Mike Espy, who was the first black secretary of agriculture. We went about working with him, as we did in the case of Elizabeth Warren, and got support and moved forward like no other administration in the history of USDA. Elizabeth Warren 
is the beneficiary for a lot of work and, and should be the one that should that has really made what we have today the this new act which we are going to take a deep dive into tonight the inflation reduction act and mr wright i'd like for you to share some additional details but i want everyone to be brief so that we can get to uh when they have a point so that we can get to other questions and we can always come back to you but i would like to start off uh, again i want to thank uh mr wright i want to thank uh our good uh friend that we've been reading about and hearing about by way of attorney tracy mccurdy we have Eddie Lewis the third. So, Mr. Wright, can you kind of introduce yourself just briefly and just give a kind of history of uh, how we got here? And then we're going to have the same for Eddie Lewis. And we're going to get deep into the problems and the issues with regard to this bill that is said to benefit many farmers, especially black farmers. And by the way, when this bill started, it was for black farmers. And it's by far benefiting white farmers and other farmers. And black farmers to this day, because of the effort of Elizabeth Warren, Cory Booker, Raphael Warnock, and the work that they put to make this bill and put it in existence, the black farmers have not gotten a penny as a result of their pain and their suffering have benefited everyone else but the black farmers that we fought so hard for, for the black farmers that Cory Booker and Raphael Warnock stepped out on for Elizabeth Warren, her courageous. And by the way, Elizabeth Warren has very few farmers in her district. So uh, this is important because we we are going to talk about the lack of black leadership if we have time, because this issue that we have been fighting so long for, the Justice for Black Farmer Group, made up of Wayman Henson, Lord Wright, and the Honorable uh, the Attorney, Tracy McCurdy. So, Lord, can you kind of get us started here? We have about uh, another 50 minutes to go. Thank you, and thank you for being on the show. Uh, Mr. Lucas, thank you for inviting me to be on the show again. And uh, my name is Lloyd Wright. Um, uh, I'm a retired USDA employee. Uh, my, last, my last job, I was director of civil rights for the Department of Agriculture uh, in 97 and 98 when Pigfoot started. Uh, uh, and now I'm retired, and, and I'm a farmer here in Virginia. Now that's the farm now, actually. Um, so, um, but with that, let, let's talk a little bit about what I think the subject is about tonight. We're only going to talk about two provisions 
in the uh, Inflation uh, Reduction Act. And, and so I'm not speaking to the value of the rest of the bill, just the two that relate to, um, and I would say black farmers, but that would be a misstatement, uh, although black farmers are included. But it is the debt uh, relief portion, and in the initial uh, act, the American Rescue Plan, it was section 105, and the uh, part of the act deals with direct payments to farmers uh, who have been subject to discrimination, and that was 1006. So that's really what we want to talk about. And, and just a brief history on that, the uh, debt relief initially would have uh, forgiven the debt of all social disadvantaged farmers. There were $4 billion set aside to do that. Um, that uh, was stopped in court. And there was a number of lawsuits and an injunction, and this was stopped in court. And as you're aware, it's not being appealed except by one or two small groups, the major groups, and the federal government has done very little to appeal that. Well, a number of reasons I don't want to get into tonight. Mm -hmm. So that basically is dead. That just was not going to happen. 1005 was really not going to happen. So, But had it happened, just to give you some perspective, uh, most folks think this was all about black farmers because it came out of the Justice for Black Farmer Act. But when it came out of the Justice for Black Farmer Act, it was changed to social disadvantage farmers and ranchers. And in, in, in the initial debt relief, 47% would have gone to American Indians, 26% would have gone to uh, Hispanics, 18%, only 18% to blacks, 8% to Asians. Uh, and so that would only have represented 8% of black farmers. 92% of the black farmers have not been able to get a loan from USDA. So, you know, we, we initially thought we were talking 15,000 or so black farmers would, have benefit, would benefit from the debt relief. It turned out that in the last 10, 12 years, USDA have not been making loans to black farmers. So if you don't have a loan, you don't get debt forgiveness. So we would only have gotten 18%, uh, but that would only have accounted for 13% of the $4 billion. The rest would have gone to these other three groups. And so although blacks are doing a lot of the talking and, 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 uh, and, the, and the black Congressional members are doing carrying the heavy weight. Uh, we're carrying the weight for 13% is what we would have received. Uh, now, and then on the other side of the ledger, that would have been about $250 million for farmers and not just blacks. It would have been social disadvantaged and others. Um, uh, $250 million for discrimination direct payments to farmers. Um, there was a Another bill, Build Back Better, which would have provided uh, relief taking race out, and race had to come out for the present time. If you include race, the bill would probably go back to court and you'd get nothing. So, uh, but that bill cost, the, the, debt, uh, the relief went from about 4 to $8 billion. And, uh, and, and I understand when they got around to doing the, Inflation uh, Reduction Act, 
uh, the, the standard was no additional cost. I had to use the money that was already on the table. So then uh, Senator Booker and Senator Warnock put together, I think, an excellent plan. So I should tell you, in my opinion, the, the this bill has done an excellent job from a legislative standpoint and outlining a format that could help uh, black and other farmers, because blacks are not the only ones that will benefit. Now, on the they they took the they they eliminated the provision that was being sued, so that's out of the window now. Those lawsuits, and they took that money that would not have been used otherwise, that four billion dollars, and put it in two piles. One uh, increase from the two hundred and fifty thousand million dollars. I'm sorry, they increased that to two point two billion, almost ten times as much, or nine times at least as much. And then they took the rest of the money, some money, and put over in an in, in account for, for USDA uh, to adjust uh, uh, debt on farmers, distressed farmers. Now, I understand, you know, there's some uh, stress going on about how we're going to define distressed farmers, but that, that's in the making, and, and all of us need to weigh in on that. But I think the original designers of the bill was hoping that Farmers who were delinquent or in foreclosure or uh, whatever, um, and you know, or having other kinds of things, in, in, including debt reconstruction, uh, would get as a minimum early on uh, all the rears paid. So for some farmers who all of the debts overdue, uh, they would get probably all of it written off. Uh, for others, they might be just made current. And, and the good thing about that is that, you know, there's a lot of talk about moratorium. You wouldn't need a moratorium if, that, if all the farmers are made current. So they, we don't want to foreclose on. So we think that's great. So first of all, they eliminated the 105 in their lawsuits. They took the money and put it so there's going to be some debt relief. There would have been none had they not reconstructed it because the money would just be sitting there. It was never, it's not going to get spent. Why was it put for the next how many years you know? And then the two point two billion for direct payments. Now they did another thing in that rather than have USDA uh, allocate this money, uh, they decided that the money would be actually allocated by uh, non-government entities that will be selected by the. Uh, by the secretary, and those organizations will do the process and determine uh, the amount uh, each person will receive. And uh, it is being recommended that they create, you know, maybe four, three or four uh, of these entities. We wouldn't have one do the whole country, and uh, probably one for the south, and where most of the black are, one for the northern region, and probably one in the plains. Maybe one for the West, so that would be four. And and um, it, it is the expectations and, and, and that that the one for the South uh, uh, be run by black entities, put together a coalition of them, hoping to do that. And um, in, in in the process, we intend to do three things uh, in process. First, determine whether or not you're a farmer. We don't want to pay people who are not farmers. You, know, you have to have a farm number. If you were denied a farm number, you can, you know, appeal that process of not having a farm number. Uh, but that, that's a few of those maybe. But 
by and large, we want to know you're a farmer, not someone in an urban area being an innovative writer and trying to get some of the money that was intended for farmers. The second step you go through is whether or not you were discriminated against. And I once said uh, to a secretary who asked me about the, the, the degree of discrimination, and I said, well, if, you go, if you're black, you're born south of the Mason-Dixon line, and you've tried to farm and work with USDA, you've been discriminated against. So now we're really talking about the degree of discrimination. Uh, I, I don't know if I can go that far. Blacks have been documented to have been discriminated against for years. So there are a lot of discriminatory actions going on. And we're not talking about a finding. If you put the bar that high, there wouldn't be any in that. Uh, when I was director, I, I settled a number of cases. Uh, and, and if you were to add up all of the findings of discrimination that has been found in the last 24 years, and I retired 24 years ago, uh, there are less findings of discrimination in the last 24 years than I found in the less than two years I was director. They don't find discrimination anymore, so they don't settle farmers' cases, and they don't find discrimination for employees. So neither the farmers or the employees have a place to go because the, the Office of Civil Rights is dysfunctional. So, so in either case, we're not going to use that standard of a finding. It has to be much lower. It's got to be evidence of discrimination. And then if you get through those, <coughs> I'm sorry, if you get through those two boxes, then you go to the settlement. And hopefully um, a combination of agriculture experts and economists, um, and, and we'll probably have an attorney on each of the little small teams that will work on this, will come up with the amount, and then that will be sent to the department and hopefully uh, sign off and you're paid. And, and we're hoping this get done um, soon, very soon. Uh, so that farmers don't sit around waiting to get their money. So I think, in a nutshell, that may be a summary of, of, of what we have in front of us. As far as I'm concerned, um, Senator Booker and Senator Warnock did an excellent job from a legislative standpoint. The, the only concern left on the table is the executive branch uh, for implementation, and, 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 and rightfully so when legislation is passed relating to agriculture is given to the secretary for implementation. So I think our job is to work with um, anyone that we can to help uh, provide information to the secretary and convince the secretary that this bill, this act must be implemented uh, fairly and, and as soon as possible. And, and I think in the draft we put together, we said we wanted all of the payments made prior to the 20, October 24th of 2024, because you know, we have a history of, of having a lot of things promised to blacks that we never received. You know, we're still waiting for the 40 acres and the mule, and uh, we didn't get any of the land that was supposed to be redistributed uh, from the rebels who fought against the Union. Uh, we didn't get that right off in Pigfoot. Um, so we've had a lot of promises, but not much delivery. We can't let this be another one of those. Uh, we didn't get the initial debt right off from uh, 1005 in the American Rescue Plan because uh, we, we, that, that sit on the table long enough to allow uh, folk to file a bunch of lawsuits and stopping it. We can't let that happen again, so we need to get 
I think we all need to get together and put a strategy together to help this uh, help get this piece of legislation implemented. And yes, uh, black farmers will benefit. I think uh, the, the, the 92 percent that would have gotten nothing on the original bill for debt relief at least now have a pile of money uh, uh, to, 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 to work from uh, trying to get direct payments for discrimination. Okay. Okay. Lord, I'm going to cut you short here. I think you're pretty much at the end, uh, and I thank you for that introduction, that coverage. Um, I think it's very important. I think we have a farmer on the line, uh, Eddie Lewis. He, and, he hasn't joined uh, us yet, Lawrence. He hasn't, oh, he hasn't he? joined us yet. Oh, no. he has not joined us yet? No. Okay. Well, he must be having a little trouble down there in the country. Um, yeah. I can uh, – I tell you what. What I would like to do, since Eddie is not on, and I'm going to try to call him while um, okay. while we while we kind of step off in a way. I think that, uh, Lord, the problem – with uh, any bill that's passed that benefits black farmers and black people are always uh, a difficulty for those who have to implement it. We have a a problem that with the Justice for Black Farmer Act, Tom Vilsap had plenty of time to initiate and pay off black farmers their debt. And the reason why we're here today is because he didn't. And now we are saying, and I was reading this article in the Richmond Time Dispatch in 2006, black farmers then were still saying, we're still waiting for justice. What what I know and what I see And what these black farmers see is that their concern is that this process is put in the hands of someone who don't have black farmers' uh, rights in mind. Tom Vilsap took over 100-some days, and then we had a lawsuit and was using an ill-fated process to do that. Many black farmers are saying, we're tired of waiting, and justifiably so. We're depending on an agency that has a history, as well as Tom Vilsap, who has a history for paying white farmers at the pain and suffering of black farmers, and that's the history. And that history is because they have suffered, and we have evidence of that suffering. Successful farmers are getting paid, white farmers are getting paid, and black farmers are being denied. I want, uh, Wayman, can you kind of, uh, since you, you're on, uh, he is here, isn't he, Marty? Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm here. Yeah, wait a minute. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to get in contact with uh, Eddie Lewis because I, I did talk with him moments before we got on the show. Um, I think the concern that I have 
and the concern that black farmers have and their advocates is a concern that although this money has been allotted for black farmers, we have to wait too long or we have to wait and get nothing for waiting too long. And I would like for you to shed something that Lord Wright talked about the process. But um, I think that black farmers should get paid with the same three-day turnaround and speed that white farmers are getting paid under the leadership of Tom Bilsap. And if I'm wrong, please correct me. Can you address the concern that many black farmers and our group, the Justice for Black Farmer group, have with the, with the existing bill and the process that, is, that it depends on the Department of Agriculture being the responsible party to implement? And thank you for coming on tonight. Oh, you're quite welcome. Uh, yeah, there, there are several things that I would that I would want to say on the one hand and then would want to ask uh, Lloyd about on the other hand. And I think one thing that gives a lot of us a lot of consternation and doubt is that we've kind of in the words of uh, the singer-songwriter John Prine, we've been down this road before. Uh, and the roadblocks and the obstacles and the potholes – the twists and the turns look a whole lot like they did under uh, the American Rescue Plan Act. So under the American Rescue Plan Act, what I wrote on two occasions about over on my blog, I accused Tom Vilsack of slow walking the process. Now, his director in the FSA, Zach Ducheneau, told me no that Secretary Bilsack did not slow walk the process because he saw a lot of people, including the secretary, working tenaciously on developing something to get these matters taken care of. But, Lord, if, if, Lord, if you remember right, it was about 100 days, 97, 98, something like that. And in that window of time, uh, the banking association, according to Alan Rappaport out of the, with the New York Times, they had time to come in and complain about debt relief because they would stand to lose a whole lot of money. And that's number one. And then point number two would be that gave the white farmers across the country ample time to file what we think are their frivolous and racist lawsuits. So by the time the process got stalled, a court in Florida filed a restraining order against debt cancellation and everything ground to a halt. <clears throat> so, so that said, <clears throat> excuse me, the question, Lord, uh, the question, Lloyd, would be in what way does this particular undertaking now remind you of what turned out with the American Rescue Plan Act of 2021, or am I barking up the wrong tree of uh, there are too many similarities? Can you, can you respond to that question, Lloyd? Well, I, I'm not going to promise you <laughs> that the department won't try to slow walk it. Uh, I, I can tell you that I think everything that can be done from a legislative standpoint was done to make this 
as easy to implement in a fair manner as possible. The fact that uh, USDA cannot do the implementation, uh, they, they, they have to appoint one or more non-government entities to do it. I think that's, pro that's, that's progress in and of itself. So I think that's different, and, and, and I have some encouragement in that. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen, Wayman, with the, uh, the, the debt relief. I think that's still being worked on. That's a very short uh, bill that was done. It didn't provide much guidance, and I think all of us need to weigh in on that to define uh, the people to get the debt, rate, the debt adjustment out of that. There's $3.1 billion, and that, that's a considerable amount of money. Uh, and so we've we got to make sure that, that we help define how that is to operate. But I, but I guess I might be an optimist um, in that I, I'm convinced that we have an excellent piece of legislation. Uh, I can't promise you that the implementation will be any different than most of we've, what we've gotten in the last 150 years. But but I right. want us to work. Well, I would hope that we'd work together and try to do a better job, Wayman. Okay. Well, I think I think the uh, I, I think the, uh, the the cost of not doing anything is too costly, and I think the benefits of doing something uh, are potentially pretty huge. I think black farmers across the country uh, are looking at us and others to really bring about some change, and so. I find it curious that the that the congressional folks left Bill Sack in charge of the 3.1 billion for um, the at-risk farmers. Number one, and then number two, left it in the hands of Bill Sack to appoint one or more non-governmental entities to manage uh, the discrimination acts and the caps of of. Uh, Five hundred thousand. Yeah, I find that really interesting. Is there any rhyme and reason to that from a congressional yeah. standpoint? Yeah, I, I think it would be difficult for an outside agency, a group, to implement the debt reconstruction because I think I'm not sure that you would even need applications for the debt reconstruction. They have all that information in the computer, uh, and, right. and they know what it is. And I think. And once they make a decision as to how they're going to structure it, they can go ahead and take care of that. And and and, and the truth of the matter is, could be done in the next couple of weeks if, if if there's a decision on how to do it. They may have to publish a rule. I'm not sure. Um, for many things, I know you do have to put a public notice out, so it may take a little longer. But they but the difference is that that one is, is can be done with a computer analysis on existing information because they they know precisely how much. Farmers are, and they know what they've done with all those loans along the way. That's quite right. different from the discrimination one. And that I think right. with the discrimination one, you need to first, uh, you know, based on what my <coughs> buddy and, and legal advisor used to tell me in civil rights, this uh, uh, judge uh, um, told me that he had a case in Southern where the last person on the bus that Supposedly got injured, uh, they had trouble selling it and settling his case, and they found out at the end he lost his temper that he wasn't even on the bus. So he mm -hmm. told me, in the future, he said, Lord, when you settle a case, 
first determine if the person's on the bus. So we intend to do that. For the people who are not farmers and want to just come in and get some money out of this pile, we have a process, I think, that will quickly determine right. whether or not they're farmers. Second, we need to see if they got injured, which means discrimination, and that should be easy to do. So I think this one will work better. I think we'll bring in a few economists and others, and I, and I, I think this one is better fit for an outside organization to do rather than hand it to people inside the department. I think the debt write-off probably should have stayed with with, with uh, FSA, but they can do it with a computer. Right. Okay. Hold on. Um, I think we have uh, – thank you very much, Wayman, for those very pointed questions. I think we have sure. Eddie Lewis on the yes. line. Um, Marty, uh, I want to uh, – yes. uh, Eddie Lewis, I want to thank him yes, for sir, joining the show. And, Eddie, we've been talking, um, and we're at the point right now where the dialogue is talking about we have a bill, and I want to hear from a farmer's standpoint as to what you feel is going on in Washington and at USDA, and what is the thinking of the farmers, how you feel, and how your colleagues and other farmers that you talk to around the country how do they feel about this bill and, and, and with the idea of thinking that we have to wait for this bill to be processed by the U.S. Department of Agriculture? In other words, they have to implement it. What is your feeling about this whole idea that black farmers have to wait again after we have already gone through one phase under this administration and it's failed for black farmers, but it's paid, paid millions of dollars out to uh, white farmers. Thank you for coming. Well, on the, 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 yes, sir. The, the number one, the number one thing is we're underrepresented in Congress. We don't have anyone representing us, and we don't have any accountability. We don't have anyone holding Vilsack's feet to the fire unless they got cameras in its midterm elections. Um, the, the, the number one thing that needs to be exposed is that the money is being given out to the white farmers right now. It, 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 this all favored the white farmers. They, they didn't look like they didn't look like they got food stamps. They didn't look like they got handouts. They're not being blocked at the bank. They're not being looked at they're like they're stupid at the FSA offices currently. So I think this, this all started with the moratorium. When once they put a moratorium on everybody, that meant that they weren't relieving anybody's debt or helping no farmer unless they was helping everybody. So I think it all starts with the, with the congressman who came up with the bill, how the bill was written. Why is the bill written correctly now? Why was it it's written by the same people? So why wasn't it written up the first time? They didn't hurt me two, three years. The half a million dollars, that's not the problem. The, that, the problem is that half a million dollars is not going to help me the last three years that I lost my operating loan, the, the confusion with the landowners, and things like that. So the, the, my, my major concern is I'm watching every, every white congressman, every white farmer right now scramble since this inflation bill came out. They're scrambling. They're getting their people involved. They're having meetings in the forums. They're gathering 40, 50 farmers at a time. And they're meeting. They're getting their lawyers on board. And they're figuring out how to get this money to white farmers. We have, we, I could count the number of groups of le- legit uh, groups, uh, black groups that's helping black farmers right now. So we have no one that's having accountability. No one is, is holding Vilsack's feet to the fire because we all know that uh, he should have a white sheet over his head when he's talking. That way we can better see him. 
Well, tell me, uh, Eddie, what what are the farmers? Do do the farmers have any? Uh, are, are they are they questioning and talking about? Well, of and course. They, I mean, we we've, what, we've been they, waiting. We've been waiting for something. We've been waiting for relief since they announced it. They announced that we were getting food stamps, we were getting government handouts, and, and, and that, that threw the white farmers off. Well, look, they're getting handouts. They're discriminating against us. First thing, that backs us up with the landowners. Second thing, that backs us up with the bank. Third thing, that backs us up with the lobbyists. So now we're, we're looking like we're bad farmers. We're looking like we can't handle our business. And now you're coming out with another pool of money. The same thing, the same thing when you go to get a guaranteed loan to the to – the, to the bank or to the FSA office, it's going to be the same process. It's going to be a year, anywhere from 13 to 16 months before we can see any type of relief. So why isn't there any kind of immediate concern right now, immediate relief? Go ahead, put it, let us know that, that right now I went down to the FSA office and they said that ARPA payments are being put back into the application. So, therefore, my payments on my loans right now is about $60,000 a year. So being that that $60,000 is now being implemented back into the loan process, I'm unable to get a guaranteed loan because my loan no cash flow. And, and by the way, the ARPA payment goes back from last year and your current payment. So my current payment is $120,000. So if, you, if you're trying to help me get money for discrimination, why are you not trying to help money currently and keep me in business now? You're going to wait till I get out of business and give me a half a million dollars in reparations when I'm supposed to be owed at least $10 million in reparations and we're going to call it reparations. I'm going to call it reparations because that's damages. That's damages to a human, that's damages to a family, and it's damages to a farmer. So it's reparations. So you, you can't, you can't, you're going to pay me off a half a million dollars after you put me out of business? What's the, what's the immediate thing that's going to happen right now? Because the white boys already got the ERP right now. They sitting, they sitting pretty, and they're about to get another payment for ERP. Those pre-filled applications, second round, is about to come out probably at the end of August. So they're getting the relief they need. They, they could wait another 16 to 18 months for the discrimination and, and, and for the half a million. And my thing is, the $3.1 billion, who's in that pool? Is it white? Is it black? Is it uh, minority? Is it women? Is everybody in the same pool? Or is there a pool just for black farmers? Because right now, they're gearing up. They're having their meetings. I've seen personally 10 meetings in the last week, this week, rice farmers, crawfish farmers, dairy farmers, sugarcane farmers, Clay Higgins is leading meetings at all these fields right now, showing them the inflation bill and what's included and how they could get this money. They're prepping the FSA offices. They're prepping the banks. They're prepping the CPAs. And they're getting ready to go attack this money and get this money because that's why this money was put, put out for them. They just used us as the cheerleaders and caused, they, they picked a fight, and now, now they're finishing the fight. And in the meantime, they're going to put us out of business. Yeah, I understand that. Of the most of us gonna qualify for the discrimination stuff. If we cry, we cry loud enough, we'll get it. But what, what happens when that pool of money run out? I shouldn't have the checker box. You already, you already sent me a letter saying you are gonna cancel my debt because of government discrimination. That should be enough in itself. All you had to do is send me a pre-filled application, the same way you did with ERP. Bam, bam, boom. What's gonna happen now? The moratorium. Villasag wants to lift the moratorium. Why would he do that? Why would he do that? Because the white farmers are getting in play to get this money, and we're going to be in the back once again because we are underrepresented in Congress. We are rep underrepresented at the local offices, and we have nobody holding these congressmen, the two, three, that we have holding their feet to the fire, exposing them because they're the ones who came out with this program, the debt cancellation. 
well, why did you come out with this debt cancellation and the white farmers are benefiting, benefiting over this the most? They, 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 they're benefiting this from the, the most. They got the moratorium. Who they put a moratorium on? The few black farmers that have a little bit of debt with them? No, that was put in, pla- put in place to save them. And now they're saving them again, and we're going to be put to the bottom of the barrel once again because we're underrepresented and we're like a bunch of crabs in a barrel trying to fight for money for these different groups that's so, so they're supposed to help us. You shouldn't have, you got to hire a third party. What third party are you going to hire that's better than the government? There shouldn't be any third party that's better than the government, not the federal government. So why would the federal government hire a third party? I don't know any third party that got minorities involved that can handle this. And, and, and a few little Southern Ag Center, I'm from Louisiana. So they, they, they don't impress me. They have never once reached out to me. That Farm Bureau, LSU, they send them a little money and shut them up. So I am not confident in any kind of third party administering me any kind of money. And what is that money going to do 16 to 18 months from now when you promised me debt cancellation two years ago? My landowners think that I'm sitting on a, a, a big pile of money and I'm holding back in the fields and I'm losing land to the same white farmer that, that went against me on Vice News and showed discrimination, and he sits on the, on the uh, county agency in Louisiana. He's laughing at this. They're laughing at this. They put it up there to, make, to get us extinct, and they're going to they're gonna, they're gonna shove us underneath the rug with a half a million dollars. If you can pr- prove that kind of economic loss, I'm one of the few farmers that cash flow a million-dollar operation in America dealing with agriculture. I'm one of the few that do that. So what's, what, what's the rest of them going to get? Nothing. They ain't going to be able to prove nothing, no economic loss. But I bet you these white boys that got, that got billions of dollars of debt, half a, half a $500 million worth of debt with the government, I bet you they're going to be able to prove it and get the money because it's going to be the same people with the government, the third party, giving them their money. By the time we figure out how to get that money, that pool of money is going to be gone, and Biden going to be gone by that time, too. I understand they have a clause in there in October, but that, that sounds like total bullshit to me also. Excuse my French. Hello? I'm still here. Uh, uh, yes. uh, 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 thank you very much, Eddie. I have another question to ask you. Uh, my question to you would be, what would you say if you had to talk or had a face-to-face meeting with Senator Biden on behalf, I mean, I mean, President Biden, on behalf of yourself and black farmers? What would you say to him if you I'll, had I'll tell a him meeting with him? If I, had a, if I had a meeting with Villasac and Biden, I'd like to have both of them right next to each other. I would say, who came up with debt cancellation? Why did they come up with debt cancellation? How did it start? Okay, was it a lawyer, congressman who came up with it? Or was it, was it a, a preacher trying to get an office? So basically, why you came up with the debt cancellation and you drew the bill up wrong? You drew it up wrong. So what makes me think that you drew it up right this time? Why wasn't it drawn up right the first time and we'd have got our debt canceled at the same time when the white farmers were receiving all their CRP and their WIP money and government assistance? Why was the bill drawn up wrong the first time and it's drawn up right the second time? Because it, it, this seems like it's just helping the white farmers. So I would say, who's the, who's the lynchman that's working for Villasat? That's what, that's what I would expose. Explain to me why it wasn't done the, the first time, and then I'm explaining to you why I don't think that 
you did it right the second time. Because if you did it right the second time, we wouldn't be doing this talking right now. We'd have got a pre-filled application because it's pretty easy to see who received the ARPA application. It's easy to see who sent back those applications because it would be against the law to say you've been discriminated against and you haven't been. So why why haven't I received a pre-filled application in, in those regards and send it back and get my money in three days? Why is it is all this fight and argument that it needs to go to a third party to, and, and check off some boxes to see if I've been discriminated against? You know I've been discriminated against. You can, you can see me. You can hear me. You can feel me. You, can, you don't have to check off a box and see if you're a farmer. You know if you're a farmer if you certify acres at the USDA. You know you've been discriminated against. If he signed that ARPA letter and sent it back, give me my money now so I can stay in business. Don't try to extinct me and give me a half a million dollars and kill my five generations of farmers. I would say start with who started with the debt cancellation, and you're going to find out who they was working for and what other congressmen they were helping. Because those white congressmen, they stick with their farmers, they help their farmers, they meet with their farmers, and they execute. I don't see anyone executing. I don't see any congressman reaching out to me. And those are the ones that hold the feet to the fire by the law and, 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 and deal with the Villa Saxon, deal and deal with the USDA. We don't have any accountability. We don't have anything going on. We got this big pool of money, but everybody, everybody don't figure out how they're going to get their money out of there. And then we're in the bottom of the pool again, once again. So, no, I do not trust any parts of the government dealing with the USDA giving me some money. Now, I totally understand what Mr. Lloyd Wright saying. This may be our best shot. And he knows he knows because he's been involved. So he, he knows that this is our best shot. It's, it's either this or nothing. But it shouldn't be that way. It should be we should we should have the same right, the same fight as the white farmers, but we don't because we're underrepresented in Congress and they just reach out and start talking during midterm elections. They must think because we black farmers, we stupid. We don't we don't understand midterm elections. And I, I'm not too confident Biden is going to be around in two years to make sure I'm going to get my discrimination money after he put me out of business. Uh, there's two pools of money. Uh, one pool is working with the with the loan modifications, uh, the debt write down, and things like that. If they couldn't do it before, they're not going to do it now. Now I'm, I'm a little bit more confident if Lord is going to be administering the. Uh, the discrimination money that we're going to start receiving some of, some of that money if you can prove your economical losses. I'm a little bit more confident than that. But it shouldn't be that. We should have got our debt cancellation, and we should have got our 20% to take care of our taxes, and I would have been able to get an operating loan this year and last year. Now I'm sitting here looking stupid. I cannot get an operating loan at a bank to save my life. Now the government is telling me apply for a guarantee loan. I'm applying for my guarantee loan. I owe $120,000 added on to my cash flow, and it was already giving me problems before that. So you tell me how I'm going to stay in business 16 to 18 months to benefit off of this happening. Because my, my cut it is to be close to about $10 million for the kind of money the operation my family was running. We ran 5,000 acres of Louisiana sugar cane. It's $1,000 it's $1, an acre you can make off of that. And that's how we done, I'm down to 2,000 acres, a little less than 2,000 acres now. I done lost, in, in, the last, in the last year, I done lost 500 acres of revenue. 500 acres of revenue is $500,000. So how is that half a million dollars going to help me? It's not. And I, it, the, the little bit it was going to help, it would help now. It's not going to help 16 to 18 months. So they know exactly what they're doing. Once they finish with us, once they extinct us, we're quiet. There's only a few of us left barking. We all know that. 
I'm young, and I'm one of the few young ones barking. And I don't see anyone else my age barking because they don't have anyone my age with thousands of acres that's black. So once they finish extincting us with this, this pool, this first pool of money, they're going to shut people up like me. Well, you better take the half a million, boy. Take the half a million, boy, because that's the only, that's the only, that's the only chance that you got. But in the meantime, we need to figure out why this came into play or why it wasn't done right the first time. And we need to hold whoever did this, we need to hold his feet to the fire. Maybe he can make sure that we get our money in a timely fashion because, you know, he's doing a lot of talking. It helps him, it helps him get elected. It helps him look good. But he ain't doing nothing. Talk is cheap. Okay. Eddie, I have a question to ask you. Um, and and you, can, you don't have to answer it if you don't want to. But... Uh, could you tell us, if you feel comfortable, uh, what would what would what would be your expectation uh, if the government paid you off? What would be the amount of money of debt relief that should be that that's owing to you? And I'm saying owing to you because that's what that bill was supposed to do. How much money would be owing to you uh, for your debt write-off, if you don't mind? Right, right now, currently, me and my brother used to care about four hundred thousand dollars worth of debt with the government, and it was about three hundred thousand apiece previous uh, to January twenty twenty one. So I, I was my, my family, my family was going to be relieved of about six hundred thousand dollars of debt, and that was going to allow me and my brother to go down to the bank and be able to operate properly and pay our cash rents and not lose land. So now you, you add in the damages. From that, 600000 plus the damages going forward is the 500 acres that me and my brother just lost over the last year dealing with this. You, you added the matter about $1.1 million. That would satisfy me. The 600000 would have did it. That at least put me in the game. I'm not, I'm not greedy. I'm not, I'm, not putting my, I'm not putting my hand out for nothing. You know, that, that, that's the money okay. that I was doing. The 20% would have helped with taxes. So I, I would say about 600000 plus the 20%. So right, right over 700000 a year ago, but now you're looking at all the damages in place. You, you you can't make an operating loan. You can't go down to the FSA office and get any help. You're being you, you're being scrutinized. So I, it was seven hundred thousand, but now you're looking at seven hundred plus five hundred thousand. Wow. One point okay. million dollars, easy. And I mean that's small potatoes. That's just to keep me in the game so I could be able to operate properly. And the government's still giving me problems when I go down there. They acting like they don't know what's in the inflation bill. How you don't know what's in the inflation bill? And I didn't see Clay Higgins meet with three separate group of farmers, 40 apiece at their farms, explaining everything in this bill. And not one black congressman in Louisiana know anything about it or care. Oh, that's that, that that's that's terrible. I, I, I would like to ask you another question before we, because uh, Marty, how much time do we have uh, tonight? You got about a half hour left. Okay, uh, good. Uh, I have a question to ask you, Eddie. Do you trust uh, the Department of Agriculture and Tom Vilsack? To bring justice to black farmers as a result no, of this bill lot, and you all's no, pain and suffering? Not, not at all. Not at all. I do not trust these guys. These guys are the most powerful guys in the world. They are the most powerful guys in the world. And I, I lobby with the American Cane League, the most powerful 
one of the most powerful lobbying groups in America with the sugar business. And I lobbied these congressmen in D.C. in and out of their offices. At least 50, 60 were white congressmen. These guys are smart. They protect their farmers, and they protect their white farmers. And black farmers are not on the agenda, and they don't have any black congressmen that understand agriculture. And these black congressmen do not reach out to farmers in the field to see what's going on. So, no, I do, do I respect Senator Booker and uh, Warnock for, for, for their gesture? Yeah, but I want to know why they had that gesture. They're, they're smart men. They're lawmen. They're real lawmen. They're real pastors. Why wasn't it drawn up right the first time? Why, why, why should I trust that you did it right the second time? Yeah, you may have did it right the second time, but you done killed three years, buddy. That's three years of me not operating properly. Why, why, okay. why would uh, I trust uh, that? Eddie, I, I, needed, uh, I needed immediate relief. Okay, Eddie, uh, you, in, in the words you said, you need immediate relief. Did you? Um, did I miss something? Um, my question I want to go back to: Do you trust Tom Vilsap and the administration? No. And you can take all. one or, bo- or both at the same time. Not none of them. Because none none of them is talking to anybody on the ground level that knows anything. Right now, they're trying to extinct us. Vilsack knows that black farmers are going to be extinct in three to five years. And I'm talking about black farmers that can produce enough food to supply a grocery store, uh, a couple grocery stores, not just a little mom and pop business or uh, some, little, uh, some little garden farms. You know, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about farmers that produce enough food to feed some people. You know, I'm not talking – Vilsack knows that the noise is about to stop. He sees, he sees the numbers clearly. He knows that if this goes on for another two, three years, we will be extinct, and that tells me he don't give a he don't he don't give a rat's ass about black farmers because it was, this was never about the black farmers. This was about what's happening right now, distressed farmers, and they got a whole lot more distressed white farmers than they do black farmers. You you can have a distressed black farmer that owes ten thousand, but that distressed white farmer he got five hundred thousand. So who are you really helping, a, a, a distressed farmer, or are you helping the distressed white farmer? That, the, the numbers don't lie. People do, and that's what they're doing. Okay, thank you. Uh, Lord, I want you to respond uh, to the concerns that black farmers have with regard to uh, being treated fairly and getting a positive result from Tom Vilsap. And, and the U.S. Department of Agriculture to bring justice. They've come up with all kinds of procedures and processes, and we know and you know how the government will come up with regulations and write black farmers out and make sure that and continue to pay white farmers at the expense of the pain and suffering of black farmers. Lloyd? Okay, yeah. Well, yeah, well Luke, let, let me – do one other thing first. Uh, the question he asked was, why did they have to redo it, the second time because of mistakes in the first time? Just you pointed out early on, um, Mr. Lucas, that most of the provisions we're talking about originated in the Justice for Black Farmer Act, but when it got switched over to American rescue plan, that got changed to social disadvantage. And it was the lawsuit that stopped that. We hadn't confronted that before. And so 
I, I think the, it was not going to happen because, uh, you know, the, the climate has changed and the Supreme Court is different. And folk made the decision that running this up to the Supreme Court was not the thing to do. So I think conditions changed. And I, but, but if you want to get back to the people who did this, the corrective draft, um, it was either to do this or nothing. So I will admit that uh, depending on how they handle the debt, it might not be what it would have been had they implemented the American Rescue Plan, but the American Rescue Plan was never going to get implemented the way we stood with the court system. So they took what we had on the table and made the best you could make out of it. Um, they took the money and did some for debt relief. And then, in your case, because you're a larger farmer, uh, the five, if, if you get up to 500000 it won't mean as much to you as it will to some others who may be smaller. But that, 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 that could be useful, I think, in trying to put something together, especially if we can get timely some of your debt relief. And, 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 and I wouldn't give up on either one of those things. So let me say that first. Um, and then, then, then uh, again, now what was the second one? Because I really I think I more responded to uh, Eddie's concern of how we got here. But I, think, I, I don't think there was any ill uh, intent, because I think Senator Warren, when she was working on this, definitely intended to help black farmers. But it's no longer, as I pointed out, just blacks. It wasn't. The American Rescue Plan was not. We were only going to get 18% by number and 13% of the money, and, and that's what happened in this country when every time they tried to do something to address the historical oppression of blacks, they got to throw a lot of the folk in, and they get more than the blacks. So that's that's another story that needs to be addressed. But but I, I don't think there was any ill intent. Okay. Well, uh, well, tell me this: uh, how many? Uh, how many black farmers and how much money would benefit the economy and the black community if, in fact, black farmers are paid? So how many farmers and how much money are we talking about for black farmers that Tom Vilsap in the Department of Agriculture uh, is is responsible for administering? Well, let, let me put uh, – there's there's 3.1 billion on the table for debt relief. Out of that, the maximum number of farmers that can get help is 3,100, because only 3,100 farmers have black farmers have debt. So, but the other thing that that some of us are suggesting is that of the 3.1 billion, since most people think that this bill was designed to help blacks to begin with, that if 10% of it was was set aside to deal with debt of black farmers and let the other 90% go wherever, that 10% would take care of all of the debt on the books for black farmers, including uh, the, the guaranteed loans. So I think that may be something we want to have the pop in to look at, uh, that 10% that of it be set aside and then take the other 90%. If you're doing debt write-off, if you don't have debt, you can't write it off and they haven't been making loans to blacks. As you pointed out, you've been having trouble getting loans. You're not the loan ranger. All blacks are having that trouble. That's why we got so little uh, debt compared to the other groups. Uh, now, on the other side of the thing where we're going to do discrimination, uh, 
I, I would say that almost all of the farmers who have tried to work with the agencies on loans and to some extent uh, risk management crop insurance and NRCS, most of them don't get the services they deserve. So how many of them going to uh, uh, apply? I, I don't know for apply for discrimination, but hopefully we're going to help, you know, five or six, I don't know, seven, 8,000 people. Uh, doing that from the discrimination uh, standpoint. And I, and I okay. think we can set up a structure to do that and do it in a short order. I, I agree if we if we let it sit around and wait, it won't happen. Everything, I think Martin Luther King said, to tell blacks to wait is the same as saying never because you're probably never going to do it. And And that's been our history. We've been promised a lot of things. I can't tell you that any of it been properly delivered, but I'm still optimistic with this piece of legislation that we're not going to do everything that we need to be done, and we're not going to do everything that Eddie needs to be done on his farm, but I think for the black community in general, this is the best of the three efforts that we've okay. had. To okay. Well, 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 Lord, I think there's a point uh, and a concern, and after you respond, uh, after you respond to my next question, uh, I want um, Eddie to chime in again. We know that USDA has all the records that are necessary to pay black farmers just like they paid in three days paid white farmers. We know that uh, the ADA 2047 forms are filled up. USDA has the records for paying off the debt. What what seems to be the problem that uh, if we talk about a process, the farmers don't want to hear about process. They want to hear about getting the justice that they would do, getting the justice uh, out of a bill that was designed to help black farmers. And, and it's shameful that here's a bill that, was designed for black farmers, created for black farmers, and U.S. Department of Agriculture is using excuses for not paying them. Why can't many of them, of these farmers, get paid? And how many are we talking about could be paid with the crack by the end by end of midnight tomorrow by Bill Sapp if he wanted to do it and the Biden administration? Now, you talk about two piles of money now, one for debt relief and one for discrimination. That's On correct. debt relief, they have all the records they need, and I'm not sure if they're going to ask people to apply. So that's that's the $3.1 billion for debt reconstruction or whatever they do with it. Now, and, and right. what, I, I think you have all those work, records. Hold on, hold on. You worked at the Department of Agriculture. Yeah. How long do you think it would take, knowing the, uh, how the operations work at USDA. How long will it take this administration to pay those black farmers that we're talking about now? Well, again, we're talking about two piles of money. If you're talking about the debt, uh, I think they could do it by the, uh, within a less than a month because they have all the records on the debt relief. Uh, yeah, but we don't have to buy it all in that category. Say that again. Oh, hold on, hold on, Eddie. How many farmers uh, fall in that category? On the debt release, the maximum is 3,100. Okay. 
3,100. Okay. And, and they, if they wanted to, they could address that. They have to make a decision on what portion of it they're going to pay if they're not going to pay at all. But that could be done. And if, if they set 10% of it aside for black farmers, uh, which might get problematic, I think, from a legal standpoint, uh, but if they were to focus on the condition of black farmers and, 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 and focus on using 10%, that would pay off all the debt for black farmers. Okay. That's all the debt um, we have. Okay, thank you. I, I want to give Eddie a chance uh, to respond. Eddie, uh, please uh, chime in, please. Okay, so that 3100 does that include white farmers also? No, that's black farmers. Okay, so my next question is, are, are we holding the congressman accountable that came up with the bill? Are we holding Vilasak accountable? Are we holding Biden accountable? Who Who's going to lose their job if this don't happen? Is it, is they, they're going to be able to keep their jobs if they don't make this happen? Or who's feet to the fire here? Well, we certainly don't want to hold the congressman accountable in that I think they have done an excellent job. I think you need to look at the administration. The, the, the executive branch is going to implement this or not implement it. The, you know, the, the Congress had a bill for the, that would have wrote your debt off. Uh, you can't hold Congress responsible for that. That could have been done. There was enough time to do it. The administration didn't do it. So you certainly don't want to hold the congressmen who I think have done a good job accountable. I think, uh, I think we need to work on, it, on, on the administration of this. And, and that four, you got to work with the secretary. Okay. Uh, so, so specifically, uh, monies are not being paid and being held back by, when we say the administration, it, it, let's be a little clear. It's being held back by Tom Vilsap, the secretary of agriculture. It's also uh, the, the benign neglect and not making sure that he does his job and treat black farmers fairly and equally as white farmers. So part of the burden here is the administration, but it's mainly the, 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 the power of the president of the United States who put him in this position. And it's also, uh, I would say, that people who put people in office should also be responsible and should be chiming in and make sure black farmers uh, get paid. And the other piece of that is our, uh, where is our black representatives? And I'm not talking about uh, – they're, the, they're helping the white, white congressmen with the farm bill. That's what they're doing. They're helping them with their farm bill right now. That's how the white farmers stay ahead of the game. They get what they want in that farm bill. So why our black congressmen couldn't tell them, hey, you don't give us this, we're not giving you that. But they're making sure that they cut through some deals with our black congressmen to get what they want to get what they want out of that farm bill because the farm bill is not benefiting the black farmer. It's benefiting the ninety eight percent of white farmers that they have. So why we couldn't hold their feet to the fire, they they sit on the board, they sit on the agriculture committed they leave the agriculture committee so why they couldn't stop and say look 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 y'all want all this in the farm bill why why these black farmers are not being taken care of why they not why is it not three days like the emergency relief program you're talking about erp the emergency relief well we needed emergency relief at the same time the white farmers 
got the thirty billion with CRP and with the whip and the other program. So where where is our immediate relief? All this is about that farm bill, and that's how we was probably probably able to sneak this in the inflation bill because we gave them something, we gave them the necessary votes that they wanted to put what they want, put what they needed in that farm bill, and that's how they gonna get their money. Now back to the first pool of money: debt cancellation, debt relief, debt write down. You could have been do that with the government. That's always been around. That's that's been around since before, Mr. Wright. How many how many times has the forum had a little debt write off? What? Two or three black farmers in the history got got the debt relief. So what's the difference between debt relief now and debt relief twenty years ago or ten years ago? It's not gonna happen unless the the the, the whoever third party that you're gonna go to and then they don't even have a third party for that. The debt cancellation is gonna come from the government. So we're gonna to have to go through the same rules and regulations and application process with the county, with the with the with the white county agents that we're dealing with now. So no, I don't think that's gonna happen at all. That's total bullshit because I see the look on their faces. I have on Vice News, I recorded an employee from the USDA telling me she had no information about this. Same thing when I'm calling down to the FSA office right now. They don't know. They don't know anything about this inflation bill yet. Every congressman is having meetings with white farmers through Farm Bureau, through their organizations, explaining how they're going to get their money through the inflation bill. And I can show you the proof. I, don't, I didn't have one black group, one cooperative, all these 16 groups that got money. I never got one email from them to explain to me who I could go to, what lawyer I could talk to, how can I bypass my racist county agent office. So that first pool of money is total BS to me. Now, the second pool of money, it makes sense to me what Mr. Wright is saying. Okay, look, y'all wasn't going to get much more before. Your family would, would have been capped off at 600000 Look, you, you and your brother going to get a half a million dollars apiece. Thank you. Congratulations. I'll give you a cookie. But that's not going to help me at all. And I'm in business. What you want, a, a bunch of black farmers that be some garden farmers? Yeah, they're going to they be able to afford to, to, to give us climate control and all this other BS that he's talking about. What's the extensive? What's the, what is it? Give me a half a million now. You're helping me. I can stay in business. A half a million two years from now? That ain't helping me. I'm not going to be in business. That ain't doing nothing for me. We need immediate relief right now. We need a whole... We need a whole Villa Sack feet to the fire right now. What? How many people think Biden going to win? Uh, cause, cause in my state, he, he is gone. He always was going to be gone. But I'm looking around. They got a lot of people that's not that's feeling iffy about Biden, especially with his choice of Villa Sack. Just things like that. So he's not going to be around for another two years. Villa Sack probably, probably going to get reappointed by the next president. You know, and, and I, I, I promise you they're going to take all this off the table. So is Biden going to be around and make sure this is going to happen? Is Cory Booker going to be around or not? Because it's midterm elections. Everybody trying to crank up their, their campaigns and getting their budgets right. That, that's who we need to attack. Who's, who's funding these guys? Did they help with the farm bill? Who did the farm bill benefit? Who helped them with the farm bill? Because they would have had to get some of these black congressmen to support that farm bill. Those white farmers can give, a, give a, a rat's ass about all this stuff that's going on with the uh, – with the distressed farmers, stuff, that's going to help their poor white farmers. You understand? That's going to help extinct us. That, that has nothing to do with us. So do I trust either pool of money or anything they're doing right now? Heck no. Not, not, not whatsoever because we're not being informed now. They still got us, got us like a bunch of crabs in a barrel, and we, we're not getting anywhere because 
they, they would have had this laid out. This is how it's going to go. Nobody knew about ERP. Nobody in America, no farmer knew about ERP until it came out. Once they made the announcement from ERP, those pre-filled applications started getting to your house that week. Within three days, you had your money. If you didn't have your money, you called you call the FSA office that you went check off your little boxes. You checked off your boxes, you turned it back in, and you had your money in three days. You don't have your money in three days, you called and see that they missed a box. And, you, and that was it. They got their money. They figured out a system where they was going to get their money using insurance and yields and, and BS like that, not even getting accurate numbers. But that was just this. That was just to keep them in business, to keep them afloat, making food for America. They could care less if black farmers or, or who making the food for America. That was to keep them afloat. And now they're getting a second phase, and now the distress farmers and all these other programs that they're coming out with, now don't be surprised that they have a lot more money coming for farmers because we all know about the war in Ukraine and Russia and that we need to protect America's food supply. So this is just the tip of the iceberg of the money that's going to be coming out over the next year or two years to protect America's food supply. And in the meantime, they're going to put black farmers out of business and which is no big deal because that's what they've been working at, as you can see the numbers. So once we extinct, we can't make no more noise. Who's going who's gonna to hold these conversations right now? Mr. Lloyd is a legend. We're we lucky to have him. Is he going to be around here 10, 15 years from now, fight, being able to fight like he is now? What is he going to be fighting for? Two black farmers with less than 500 acres of peace? We extinct. We, we, we needed need immediate relief. Two years ago. We don't need it another two years from now. We need something immediate. Will, will the second pool of money help? Will it help? Yeah, but that's a reparation. That ain't no. That ain't nothing. That's a reparation for damages. I, I had a better shot suing the government for not giving me my debt cancellation than what they have in that inflation bill right now because it ain't benefiting me with an inflation bill. We need to find out who this benefiting, who came up with this bill. They did a great job. They did such a great job. Why well, ain't got my money? Uh, Eddie, there's one question uh, I would like to ask you before uh, having uh, Mr. Wright and and Mr. Henson to chime in. Uh, you mentioned the fact that uh, what do you think about these organizations, uh, especially those organizations that hold on, hold on. Um, what do you think about these organizations, uh, especially these black organizations? that are uh, claiming to offer technical assistance and information. Uh, what do you think about those organizations that are supposed to be helping black farmers that are getting millions of dollars uh, from this administration? What do you think about those organizations and, and, and about how they are treating uh, black farmers who they're supposed to be serving? And they're supposed to be doing it, and they're supposed to be doing it, and and they're they're getting money based on the pain, on your pain and suffering. Right, right, right. Great, great question. Great question. I'm one of the most vocal young black farmers in America, probably one of the largest. I, there's 18 groups of uh, the the little black groups that got money that's supposed to be helping black farmers. It's 18. There's only one that reached out to me, Acres of Ancestry Tracy. That is the only one that's been honest, the only one that's been fighting, and the only one that I trust. There's 17 others. I reached out to two or three of them, one being the, uh, the, feder- the Federation, Black Federation Cooperation. I reached out to them. You know what they did? It got hot and heavy. One little conversation. They blocked me on Instagram. They blocked me on social media. 
So how you helping me? How you helping black farmers? And I'm screaming to you how we can help, how things need to be administered, and they blocked me. Now, they got 16 more. They never once reached out to me. I've been on every major news outlet from MSNBC, Good Morning America, Foreign Bureau. None of these groups are reaching out to people that's on the ground. They know that once they get this money, that they got a limited amount of black people that's going to be applying and doing different things. So, no, they are not looking out for the black farmers. What they are, to, what they are going to do, they're going, to, they're going to help create a bunch of black garden farmers and climate-controlled BS and organic farmers for blacks, some little two-acre farms. You can't, what are they going to make, $10,000 a year? You can't live off. You can't produce enough of any product for $10,000 to be able to live off of it. So they're going to put... They're not helping whatsoever. They got one that that I, that I mentioned out of 18 that I think would do the right thing and help black farmers. The rest of them are not. Total bullshit. Alcorn State or Southern University. None of them are looking out for the black farmer. None of them. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, Lord, can you chime in? Um, uh, Eddie has mentioned and talked about a number of things, uh, keeping with the tone of where we are now. Uh, what do you have to add to that? And then I'd like to get a comment from uh, Dr. Henson. Well, I, I think, uh, you know, I, I understand his concerns. You know, you'd almost have to be blind not to see the history of, of everything that has come down that has not turned out to be the way it was intended. Uh, and, and, and some might wonder why I'm so still somewhat optimistic that we can make this one work. I am for right now. <laughs> but as I told him, at the point in time when I see it not going well, I will not be associated with it. But at the present time, I think there's some potential. But it's not going to help. Uh, some farmers will get less help than others. I, I think, uh, Eddie, you're right. I think you need something immediate. And, and that should be arranged. There should be people able to arrange that. But this bill uh, might not, you know, give you everything you need, even if you were to qualify and sound like you would for the five. Oh, oh, oh uh, Lord, but why is it, uh, sorry to butt in, but why is it, uh, why is it that black farm, uh, white farmers are getting paid and, don't, and, and their, their bar is a whole lot lower uh, is not as, and I just don't understand. How can black white farmers get paid uh, in the millions of dollars, and black farmers get zero? Um, can can uh, can you give me some clarity on this? Well, that look, you know, I tell folks many of the the, white, the large white farmers who tell you they've been you know farming their land for seven eight generations uh, didn't tell you that you know uh, they followed the army as they ran the Indians off the land and brought in slaves to clear it and farm it. Uh, they, you know, they, they, they weren't out there uh, working like they'd like to have uh, their grandkids think, or great-great-grandkids, that is, uh, they, they, they have built up in their minds that happened. They have always had it. So I don't, I think you're going to have to accept the fact that that's not going to change. I think what we need to do is to make sure that we can carve enough out to save the remaining few farmers that we have. And, 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 I, and I estimate there's about 38,000, and I agree with Eddie. Uh, uh, when the day you start counting folk that got a half-acre garden out back as a farmer and, 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 and say we're still saving black farmers by number, uh, you're just playing games with yourself. Uh, okay, okay. And, 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 and I, I think we need to save people like Eddie 
so that we don't lose farmers of this size. Uh, and that and that's going to be difficult to do because I, one of the things uh, that we're recommending, Eddie, in the Farm Bill, it won't pass, but we'll recommend it because we want people to know uh, that the policy center is recommended, that we eliminate the county committee system and uh, hire the local folks through the civil service system. Because mm-hmm. this, this local control, uh, you know, they take care of themselves. They, they know about what's happening before they put it out that you even get it, you know, even to hear about it. So we need yeah, to, yeah, to make yeah, it a federal Lord, program and it's yeah. not federal now. Yeah, but, Lord, uh, what, what, um, what we're talking about is, and uh, what Eddie is saying, they need help now. Yeah. Um, uh, this process that you're talking about may go on till 2024. Or, or, we 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 don't have any proof. Like we don't have any proof that Billsap is going to pay black farmers the way he pay white farmers. Uh, I'm I'm a bit uh, puzzled as to why a black farmer should have should feel good about the process. But uh, let me hear what, uh, Wayman, what do you have to say about this? Well, I'm glad that Eddie was on the program tonight to uh, put into real live words um, the challenges uh, of farming while black in America, sugar cane in Louisiana. And Eddie, I followed your story in, in various print media, and I resonate with what you're saying. And uh, respect the fact that you continue to farm against these insurmountable odds. But I remember watching Bill Sack the last day or so on video screen, and he said that, my words, not his, most likely nothing is going to be done until October, which means that he's got this process, he's got this way of developing a process. And what I think we ought to do is we ought to put pressure on every conceivable part of the system to bring about the change that Eddie needs and that we know a lot of other black farmers need. I think we put pressure on the White House, we put pressure on Vilsack, we put pressure on Vilsack and on Ducheneau uh, to bring about what needs to be done. So there's no reason under the sun for white farmers to get their emergency relief funds and black farmers not. So if a black farmer has gotten uh, a letter from the USDA saying, here's what you owe this particular loan, here's how much in the rears you are. They know exactly what a black farmer owes, and if they know exactly what a black farmer owes, they know how much to uh, cancel a- around what a black farmer owes. So this whole thing of taking 100 days is a bunch of bull. Uh, so, yes, yeah, so I resonate with what, uh, with what Eddie is saying. And so I think folks like us, need to keep the pressure up uh, on uh, parts of the system that could really uh, do something different. And I think the White House really ought to know what's hanging in the balance. And I think Vilsack needs to be called upon to take the sheet off of his head, off of his, uh, yeah, get him out of the sheet and uh, and do what's right by people. We, we know what he's going to do because he's done it before. So, yeah, just a, a couple of observations. Okay, we got about four minutes left. Um, uh, Eddie, I'm going to give you the last say, but uh, do you have anything to add to that, Lloyd? Uh, no. no. I'm okay. 
Okay. Um, Eddie, uh, you, you're going to get the last word uh, from outside of the table. My, my main concern is you got the money out in three days for the emergency relief program. Black farmers have been left out the, the last two years. We haven't received any of the money. They, they sent $30 billion to Ukraine. Why can't we expose that? Let's take the white and the black out of it. Y'all sent $30 billion to the to, to Ukraine, and a bulk of those farmers in Ukraine is benefiting over that. So y'all sent money over there for the farmers, but what about the black farmers? Why can't we expose what we're doing internationally, and we can't even help a few little blacks that we can count on our fingers? Why can't we expose Vilasak for what he is? Why can't we get on Good Morning America and show them what's going on? Show the numbers. Numbers don't lie. This is how much money is going to black farmers. So why was this Why was this done this way? Why was the debt cancellation about black? There's more Native Americans than they have black that's going to be benefiting over the debt cancellation. So why was it black? That's, that's get down to it. That's expose it. That's get vocal. That's get on TV. That's get on the radio. That, that's go for Vilasak. That way he knows. He knows that we're coming to pull a sheet over his head. We can see it clearly. Talk is cheap. He can, uh, smile yeah. in, he can smile in my face and stab me in the back. We need, we need to get to the bottom of it. We need to find somebody to hold accountable in this midterm election. We need to get on it now. Well, I, I, I thank uh, you, uh, Eddie Lewis. I thank um, Lord Wright, Mr. Wright, as well as Mr. Uh, Wayman Henson. And uh, I I really appreciate the candid, really, really, really appreciate the candid response that uh, we've gotten. And I, I, I just want to, I just want to say on the record, I have the utmost respect for Mr. Wright, and I believe that none of this would be going on if it wasn't for him. So I have the utmost respect for Mr. Wright, and I'm very thankful to have him around and being vocal and still fighting for us. I just wanted to clear that up. Thank you very much. Marty, uh, Marty, uh, you're going to get the last word here. All right. Well, this has been a good show, and a lot of input and a lot of important information came out. And I appreciate the passion. I truly do. I get really tired of people that are flat-toned to dead coming on and saying, oh, this is such a problem. You people really laid the issue out there, and that's what we need more of. Um, Lawrence, thank you for hosting this evening. Again, thanks goes out to Marcel Reed and the new Whistleblower's Life uh, website that we'll be coordinating with and running these shows on. Everybody, thank you for tuning in. And you access denied, you three numbers, you should call in and join us. We're nice people. We won't attack. Too bad. Anyway, you all have a good evening and good night. Thank you.